Well, playlisters, mom's away and the kids are ready to play. Let's get right to the political debauchery, shall we? Our roll credits. The political revolution of the millennials. Welcome to Political Playlist. <laughs> All right, are we ready, guys? Happy hour. Happy, Happy hour. hour. <laughs> oh, so God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Political Playlist Happy Hour. I'm Michael Kristoff. And I'm Anthony Barquette. And we are flying solo today, people. We are we are at the helm alone. It's terrifying, Anthony. Uh, the house is on fire. <laughs> the house is on fire. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I know I just went last in introducing myself, but it mm-hmm. felt kind of like first without it, Anna being here too. It was, you know? was it liberating? It was, it was. Yeah. It felt yeah. very nice. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she's holding us back. She's yeah. just holding us back sometimes. Maybe it's the air. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> it's just the air. Well, I'll tell you, there's a nice balance of Two white guys side by side on the Zoom frame. <laughs> I, I gotta say, it's really, uh, it's, it's very 1994 of us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, as we uh, mentioned, Anna is off uh, skiing, and I have questions because this is the same person who ripped apart her shoulder last year, about this time, uh, doing just that very activity. And here she is going back. What, what, yeah. Anna, what are you thinking? Yeah. People just don't learn from their mistakes, but you yeah. know, Hey, Hey, can't help everyone. But I guess maybe this is sort of getting back on the horse. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, obviously Anna, be safe, wear a helmet. Um, in your honor, I'm having a, a Ruby grapefruit white claw felt like a kind of an Anna drink. Yeah. And, and same with me. I'm having an in a drink. It's a scotch. Ah, yes. Yes. She, she loves a good, uh, peaty malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, well, uh, for, for those of you who have been following the news, uh, obviously Congress is back in session. We've got a speaker. Uh, his name is Kevin and he's got his hands full. Uh, I don't know. Has anybody been tuning into C-SPAN? Do we have some C-SPAN watchers uh, in the audience there? I mean, C-SPAN must have gotten so many new oh my viewers, God. Yeah. friends, Instagram <laughs> followers, because they absolutely crushed it during this time. I think if anyone came out a winner, it was definitely C-SPAN. I think it was C-SPAN. Yeah. yeah. It, what's I funny mean. is like you look at C-SPAN Instagram, which now people are going to, and all of a sudden I'm seeing like, so many mutual friends liking C-SPAN posts. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. Not many, not this many of my friends follow C-SPAN. This is crazy. Yeah, and let's face it, this is probably one of the most boring channels out there normally. And I think I I reached stardom when I was younger and it was a congressional page and saw myself on C-SPAN. So, you know, that was kind of a big deal (laughs) at the age of 15. Those those, uh, fixed cameras. But so this is what's wild about, talk to me a little bit about like why everyone's talking about C-SPAN right now. Because I think this is fascinating. Okay, so I actually really did not know this, but the house normally forbids independent media coverage of proceedings wow. but during special events such as last week during you know uh, uh the speaker vote um independent cameras from outlets like c-span were permitted 
Okay. So, you know, normally what we're used to is the house conducting its normal day-to-day business, right. but it's, um, you know, from government provided cameras. Right. And they're just these fixed, they're like surveillance cameras, basically looking on the house floor. And that's something that the, whatever party is in the majority basically rules on so that last week prior to the, the speaker vote, there was no party in majority to rule. So C-SPAN was free to roam with their cameras for like the first time ever. Yeah. (laughs) Which is incredible. Yeah, and I mean, we saw a moment where a physical altercation right. almost happened. Um, you saw m- members of Congress who you never thought would talk to each other talk to each other. Right, um, and and C-SPAN normally wouldn't have been able to cover this, right? Exactly, exactly. Wow. So C-SPAN just sent a letter to McCarthy asking okay. if they can, um, basically proposing to allow their cameras in there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not to obviously to comply with any sort of transparency issues, but it's it's being welcomed by members of Congress. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I mean, can you guess the one guy on our platform <laughs> who is a big champion of it right now? I'm, I'm going to say Matt Gates because he it's, got he mm-hmm. got some incredible airtime. Mr. <laughs> Matthew Gates who got probably the most airtime yeah. out of this. Yeah. So I I'm I I understand this from the security standpoint here, you know, of constant footage of probably seeing our house floor and the ins and outs, especially what happened with January 6th of last year and this insurrection. But I'm kind of for it. Yeah. I mean, mm. it it definitely feels like it's okay, if you start really covering Congress. It's like seeing how the sausage is made. And I think people got that kind of glimpse behind the, you know, Wizard of Oz curtain last week with all the just chaos that was going on. So I see the like political interest of keeping that a little more shrouded. But at the same time, I do think that there's a very good argument to be made for transparency on both sides and and particularly the the using the political argument if if I'm a republican saying I want the democrats to be seen and heard dissenting from my bills and vice versa if I'm a democrat I want the republicans to be seen and heard you know with their shenanigans so I think there's a strong you know political case to make with it yeah and it- I mean, one thing I do like is it brings um, more transparency. Yeah. But into who these people are, which is what political playlist tries to do with our young politicians. Granted, you might see these politicians grandstand a bit, you know, and and perform. But let's face it, they're basically all performers at this yeah. point. So, I wonder, do we have any idea of what the like viewer numbers were for C-SPAN? <laughs> like, ooh, that's, I, I mean, feel like it's gotta be high. Like it's gotta be their highest. For sure. Um, it, let me see really quick. I thought I saw a stat on that. Mm, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll get back to you there on that one. But I mean, it was, it was fairly riveting television, I, I have to say. 
Um, so oh, oh I got oh, it. You got something? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this just in, people. This just in. So this is also what I love about C-SPAN. It's described as the lo-fi cable network. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hipster in a way. Yeah. 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 It's it's like, you know, retro maybe. Yeah. Right? They're like, no we still more. do it on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it said it got a huge demographic of users between the ages of 25 to 54. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, look, look out, being, Fox News. <laughs> yeah, it looks like um, it's YouTube it's stream got recorded 1.2 million views. Okay, that's yeah. for C-SPAN. That seems high. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, obviously, obviously, you know, we're talking about all this because we have a new majority in Congress. We have a bunch of new members on our platform. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to, over the course of this year, we're going to hopefully introduce you to, you know, all of the new people and obviously remind you of the folks who are still there. Um, but I thought one thing that I've noticed, Anthony, and I'm curious what you think of this, is that I feel like a lot of our young elected Congress people are not very moderate that on both sides, that you have a lot of the new people tend to be much further towards the their end of the their party spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if, you know, how much of this is kind of the the primary uh, factor in that these primary races, you know, you have to keep edging yourself to the farther end of your spectrum to really grab that base who tends to vote in primaries. And subsequently, you then get these general elections that have just two very polarized candidates. And I feel like that's I feel like this new group, while they're, it's great that we have new young members, it's not as though we have a whole bunch of new moderates. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure this. That Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert, who are on our platform yeah. and who were kind of running this very far right side. Yeah. are coming out of this victorious. Mm, I think you're getting a feeling of people getting pretty upset about mm -hmm. this and realizing this is no way for us con to continue. Yeah. Um, and I think that pendulum is swinging back where we did lose all our moderates in our, mm -hmm. on our platform. Right, right. So we did get a couple wacky people on both sides. Yeah. So... We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't want to make any predictions because I'm usually wrong. Well, so. and, and what will be interesting to see, too, is, you know, we, they obviously one of the first orders of business was a, an abortion bill, which we're going to talk about next week um, when we have Anna with us. But I think what's so interesting to see is, you know, OK, so this new Congress, right, they've got, you know, call it they've got 100 days mm -hmm. to make an impression on the American people and on the voters and what are their priorities going to be? And can they, you know, introduce new legislation that they've either been sitting on or tried to introduce and were blocked since they were in the minority last Congress? You know, what are going, what are their new priorities going to be and how is that going to resonate with the voter? I think that's now what everyone's looking at, right? 
ideally priority number one, free ice cream for everyone on Wednesdays. Right. But, you know, right. So it goes without saying. Get some easy <laughs> things done. Yeah. So. Um, okay. I've got a tweet. Speaking of priorities. Okay. Mm. And we're going to start. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I stress working on a bipartisan basis. The CCP does not pose a danger to just Republicans or Democrats. It seeks to harm all Americans. And we are going to counter this danger with a united front. <laughs> Look at him, guys. I wish you could see this right now. And maybe we'll post this with this clip. Look at him just searching his brain and the scotch is starting to swell up. It's like I'm standing on the Santa Monica Pier watching scotch waves crash against the Anthony Pier pylons Banks. Here. Ooh, good guess. Uh, this is Mr. Mike Gallagher, mm. uh, Republican from yeah. Wisconsin, returning yeah. on our platform. Jim would have been it, a little bit more aggressive. It, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a Banksy-esque uh, thing for sure. But so let me give you some context here to this and, and what he's referring to. So in a bipartisan vote of 365 in favor to 65 opposed, Congress created a new committee, select committee on the CCP. So CCP mm -hmm. is the Republican talking point for China. Um, you know, you know, it, it obviously the Chinese Communist Party is what that stands for. They would like to refer to themselves as the People's Republic of China. But, you know, this is the CCP has sort of become that term that, you know, again, helps to kind of, you know, just give China, give that sort of edge a little bit when talking about China, but for good reason. So effectively, what this committee is doing they they overwhelmingly voted to create this committee. Mike Gallagher is going to lead it. He's been a real big proponent of combating China. Um, it is a 16-member committee. There are nine Republicans, seven Democrats. And basically, they're going to be, you know, proposing legislation and looking for all the ways to combat China aggression from trade, technology, intellectual property theft. Um, espionage, you name it. This is going to be the like catch all China uh, committee. And there was a New York Times report uh, this week. And I don't know if you saw this, Anthony, but apparently China has these like secret police outposts in the United States that the FBI has been investigating. And like there, there, the article was calling attention to one in particular in Lower Manhattan, which was just like a, you know, a, a commercial building. And apparently the Chinese police have been conducting unauthorized police enforcement uh, and an intelligence gathering in the United States against uh, Chinese Americans. Well, I guess Chinese nationals, but who were living in America. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, big freaking surprise, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's look yeah. at who were the largest buyers of real estate five years ago. Yeah. They yeah. Bought, the Chinese bought some of our largest buildings, our most well-known real estate across major cities. Yep. There's surveillance everywhere. So mm -hmm. we allowed that to happen because we are 
money hungry. So, well, you know, that's what's interesting about with regard to real estate, you know, here in Los Angeles, for a while, um, some of the prominent hotels in Beverly Hills where the president would come and stay on his trips to L.A., uh, the government, because they became Chinese-owned hotels, uh, they were not allowed to stay there for security reasons. That were they, those Hunter Biden trips as well? Uh, unclear. Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, love a good Hunter Biden shout-out. But yeah. I think this is really interesting, and I think this committee is, you know, for for all of the pros and cons of these committees in, in Congress, some of them are just as ridiculous as could be. And some of them have real value. I think that this is clearly a very bipartisan issue that is both a winning political issue and I think also just a winning practical issue. Did, did you say is Mike the chairman, Mike Gallagher? The chairman? He is. Yes. He oh, is. huge. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is, he's been working for this. And, yeah. And I feel it, like he's a very mm -hmm. sane uh, politician. You know, he's he's a military veteran. He, he's just a really, you know, upstanding guy. So I feel like that's the type of, you know, yes, he's he's a China hawk for sure. But I feel like having that kind of, you know, stable leadership ahead of this committee, I think is a good thing. Yeah, well, um, I, I agree with you. Bipartisan issue. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot out of this committee because yeah. it's more definitely a Republican, you know, uh, issue, I would say, than a right. Democrat. But they're definitely... I'm excited to see what comes out of it for sure. Yeah. Then also, Taiwan's I love that. Be... Like, I love that they they were like, we're gonna have two more Republicans than Democrats. Well, Just I think so most of the committees really are. Can't... I think most yeah. of the committees are like that, right? For right, both, so that it's not a tie. Yeah. 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 Um, well, good for Mike. Yeah. So that's. Not I feel you, like that's not a you, big... Mike. Mike Gallagher. Oh. Oh, Mike, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> well. All right. What do What do we got? Okay. All right. There's like 0% chance that you get <laughs> oh, this. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Today, I helped to reintroduce bipartisan legislation to ban members of Congress from trading stocks, put an end to insider trading, and prevent conflicts of interest among legislators. Because public service should never become self-service. Ooh. Okay. Well, we know it's not Matt Gates. Um... <laughs> And I, I mean, this is obviously this is the this is the um, Abigail Spanberger bill. Yeah, but okay. I don't think this Abby. is who tweeted it. I don't think mm -hmm. this is who tweeted it. I feel like this is uh, like oh god, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Elise Stefanik. Absolutely not. Um, uh, but you know, I I did want to say this was an ode to Anna because okay. she loves Abigail. So yeah. I thought uh, I would ode to Anna. Something. Yeah. But it's actually Chris Pappas. Oh, I would never our, have gotten that. Our New that. Hampshire um, brother. Yeah, yeah, um, I never would have gotten that. Yeah, you never would have got it's because Chris, Chris is still kind of under the radar. Yeah, um, he is. But once again, I'm actually really excited to see this bill there because this is an issue I hear from my friends on both sides all the time. Like, right. you did you hear how much money so and so made? Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm sorry, but like when there's no rules or regulations around this and you're hearing stuff and you go home, get in the same bed as your wife or husband and you go, yeah, 
you know, we might be shutting down the country soon. Right. You know? <laughs> and then yeah. that person's like, hmm. <laughs> You're like, I'm going oh, to honey, honey, hold that thought. Stocks. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Siri, call Morgan Stanley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Siri's really calling. Don't call Morgan Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Anywho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. so I, I don't blame these politicians for buying these stocks because then they paid this like such a little fine. It's It's right. nothing. But and they make huge gains. And yeah, and poor Martha Stewart went to jail for this. Like, yeah, I something's know. not right here. But she yeah. came out of it stronger, Michael. She did. So, she did. Um, you know, speaking you know, of like, speaking of great ratings, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would say all of the most wealthy Democrats and Republicans are guilty mm. of this. Yeah, they do it. Yeah, and you know, uh, that is why I'm actually for increasing the pay for our members of Congress, yeah. but not allowing their um, significant others and themselves to trade. And right. Well, so what's, I think what's interesting, we've obviously covered this bill a bit and, you know, this has been spearheaded by um, Abigail and then a, a Republican um, who is not on our platform. And, you know, she introduced this two Congresses ago and then reintroduced it the last Congress and now is looking to reintroduce it this Congress. And every step of the way, it continues to gain momentum and gain more sponsors and, and co-sponsors of the bill. And I think it's interesting to see the the political tide turn on this one yeah. in, insofar as to say that I think a lot of the, you know, younger members of Congress and, and certainly the newer members feel very strongly about this and and ran on this in many in in many cases and so i think that yeah i think you're going to see this thing ultimately pass yeah um, me i i it's it's yeah. getting there we'll we'll mm -hmm. see if it i'm i'm yeah. not quite sure it's going to get to the desk of i i don't know yeah i, I know got a lot like, of senators who do this yeah yeah it's like everybody's for the bill but. You know, in talking, but then when push comes to shove, like, you know, at the end of the day, they're like, well, but I do kind of love that insider information. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So speaking of uh, insider information, um, lovely, that was lovely. a terrible segue. This has nothing to do with this tweet. <laughs> Here we go. Border security is a bipartisan issue. Quote, a nation that cannot control its borders is not a nation. End quote. Ronald Reagan. Next quote. We must say no to illegal immigration so we can continue to say yes to legal immigration. End quote. President Bill Clinton. So that was all in Ooh, the tweet. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You, you go from like, I was like definitely Republican. Uh -huh. And then, then uh -huh. I did a fake a, out there. Little. Yeah. I got a little fake. bit of a misdirect here. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. done, Michael. It, so I'm gonna go with someone on in a border state. Mm. Am I right? Am I well, am I warm? No. Wow. And it's very cold there currently. Oh. Iowa. Ooh, close. Uh Ohio. Same, same letters. Okay. Same Ohio. number of letters. Uh, this is a new congressman on our platform, Max Miller. Uh, wow. He is 34 Republican representing Ohio's 7th District. Uh, let me give you a little background on this guy, and then we'll sort of dive into the, the border stuff. Um, he was a former aide to Trump. 
who then obviously endorsed him. Uh, interestingly enough, he Max is one of the only very vocal Republicans who is denouncing our buddy George Santos, uh, calling him to resign. He said, quote, I do not believe George Santos can effectively serve and he should resign. Um, and he's been he's been really championing that. Um, so. You know, going back to the sort of comment I made earlier, Anthony, about this new class of Republicans and Democrats not really being so moderate. I, I don't think it's it. You certainly wouldn't classify Max Miller here as a as a moderate, again, no, based on not. his no. positions and, and whatnot. Um, but I think that this is going to be interesting to see again, you know, as it relates to our initial conversation about what is going to define the first hundred days of this Congress. And I think that if I think that they would be very smart, the Republicans would be very smart to make it about border and border security and immigration. What do you think? Yeah, I honestly, I, I would, I would so welcome anyone to just figure it out because I'm really yeah. sick of hearing about it all the time. Yeah. So like, once again, let's go back to the old school trick, lock everyone in the room, pizza party, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to figure it out, go yeah. to the bathroom in buckets. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, it's one of those things like we've talked about the issues that don't get solved. Um, and, and there's such important issues like immigration, like education, you know, it, the list goes on and on. And I think the immigration and border security is one of those like unsexy issues and is such a long-term solve that in the short cycles of elections that we have, it's hard to, you know, make concrete changes that then are going to win you re-election. And I think with with the the opportunity that I think this Republican-led Congress has in front of them is to really put forward a comprehensive immigration policy that can get bipartisan support. I think if they try and jam something that is just all Republican and no Democrats, it's not going to it's not going to be a winning issue for for the majority of Americans, because I think they're going to see this. It's just going to fall into this partisan, you know, a uh, 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 partisan yeah. battle. Sinkhole. Yeah. yeah, much like a lot of, you know, Build Back Better did. Yeah. And, you know, I think you saw the elements of those things that passed with bipartisan support. And I think immigration's one they really have to get bipartisan support on to, to in order to sell it. Wow. Well, you know, what I'm so happy about this right now, Michael, is yeah. you're just bringing Anna's optimism <laughs> to this conversation, uh. you know? I, I think feel it's, like she's I think it's here. the white claw. I think it's the I, white it's the, claw. Yeah, maybe you should yeah. those ruby grapefruit. These are white claws. My God, I feel like I'm on a beach right now, guys. Oh. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Me these too. are delightful. Me we got too. the sun. The sun is kind of starting to come out in Venice here. It's uh, it's mm. it's it's getting better. Things are looking up here, guys. Mm. Opposite yeah. feeling with the scotch. Dark <laughs> hole. Very dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it is it chilly in Colorado? Is it is it getting snowy? It's 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 yeah. snow this week. It's yeah. This week. Wow. Yeah. Well, we never thought the Loyal La Jolla Lab. La, 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 la. 
<laughs> That's also an effect of the white claw. We never thought the La Jolla lad would see himself living in the snow, but I'll, I'll take that name. Alas, here we are. Um, well, we got border security. We got China. We got banning stock trading, insider trading. Um, I feel like that's, those are, those are some important things. Anything we want to add? No, I was just going to say, I'm probably going to get my cable package again so I can watch C-SPAN. Yeah. And C-SPAN. Right. How could I forget? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're actually, I heard that they're launching a new streaming service. <laughs> C-SPAN? Is that a joke? C-SPAN Plus. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so gullible. <laughs> Jesus. All right. On that note, everybody sign up for the new streaming service, C-SPAN Plus. Yeah. <laughs>